It's the clearest of nights when the stars shine underneath the glow of the moon. That you realize that feeling inside of you exists. That there's more to life than the way you have been living it. If only a flicker of light that reminds you of the truth that burns inside of you. We all exist and come from the same seven stars that make up the me, the we, and, and the, the us. us. We are the road to remind you of this and hold your hand as you walk home. May has begun and the energy report is here. So let's start this podcast off with it. It's been a long plane ride. For some of us, it's been a bus through the goat pass, the dirt pass, and constant road stops. No matter your form of travel, you feel grim in your teeth and the travel hair. You're craving a good shower and a clean set of clothes. Now you see right away before May and for the first two weeks, you're going to feel fucking beat. Then it switches and it's like you're a rocket ready to take off. The energy of your physical body will feel like that and you will say, wow, what the fuck? I'm so tired or wow, what a flip. I have so much energy. All this happens as you were on the escalators, moving sidewalks and trans between terminals and noticed how in the space, everything becomes distracting. It's the cell phone that got turned back on. It's photos, it's messages, it's plans, it's promises upon promises of what's next when you haven't even seen where you are yet. As you walk these spaces in the first two plus weeks, you will begin to notice the billboards, the signs that are catered and designed just for you. Hitting you right there in that spot, making you ponder, question, long and yearn for a dead past that is not as good as the billboards are telling you they were. There is the officers at the podiums that question if you really are sure. Are you sure you don't wanna turn around? It's easier, it's better. You don't even know what's over there, do you? You'll be fucking annoyed if you're aware at these billboards and the distractions all catered and programmed just for you. For you arrived at the terminal transfer station that takes you to why you were born. You're standing here. Do you not feel it? If you close your eyes and feel you are exactly in this moment right now in which you were born for. What is it fully? There's minimal words to describe in this moment, but you know it. Millions around you know it, but you are not, but they are not aware. They are in the terminal searching and hoping and feeling a strong pull for something more, something else, a change, a shift, a savior in so many ways. This month, people feel the transfer station and many will get stuck and bamboozled at the station as they stopped by the timeshare booth with its pretty signs and selling and they will chase that until it's done. 
There is the investments, the fast tracks to millionaire stations. Then there is the holistic stations that will bridge everything for you. They will be your external savior. They will tell you everything. And while you're there, you can microdose or head to the jungles to find yourself. Here, it's the Instagram gurus, the stories that sell themselves. This area is the most expansive. The chokehold and majority of the transversation is this, and people stop here and they search, they discover, until they realize once again that there has got to be more. Those that want the internal to really match their internal, they keep walking. It's here that a large amount of love for oneself begins to ooze out. This hits you the second you arrive, but all month you're going to go back to it within yourself as you realize where you are at with loving yourself. Chances are, for majority, it's extremely low. But that's okay. It's been a ride, has it not? A journey that hasn't been linear, and the love got bruised, forgotten, and taken away as you got here to adjust in the steps that are now in front of you. So it's here where all the above is behind you and the billboards are gone, the noise is gone, it's quiet. It's glass to the left and to the right with no view to the outside. It's marble white floors and it's you with you. And all you have is you if you made it this far is your entire life begins to show up to this point, shouting at you, saying, what do you want? What is it that you fear? And when you actually ask yourself and actually listen, it happens. It really, really, really happens. The door inside you opens up and it appears in front of you, however it needs to, and you walk through. Now, if we could explain Outside this transfer terminal is a main line, one that has been trying to converge with this station for eons. There truly isn't any words to express this, but you can feel it, can you not? And this main line, it's more, it's the more. It's your world, our world, and it's inside of you. And when you walk into this main line, it's like a white bullet train that stops wherever you choose and that stopping place will take you home, both in density and inside. And many, many, many beings make it to the main line this month. And take this in, majority that make it are unaware. If you make it to the main line and you're unaware, your life will start looking chaotic. Things are falling apart. You will feel this extreme stir inside of you. It's going to feel like a magnet. Externally, the main line, for those unaware, looks fabulous externally. All the things are happening, but only by a forceful save me intent. These things are happening so that they can fall apart because they were always going to. You just couldn't accept it or do anything before arriving here. It's here that you will begin the journey with the words of why didn't I accept or see this before? And this falling apart will not begin to even remotely show for another linear year because it's that level of denial and checked out. 
But that's a gift because whoever you are, you arrive at the mainland, mainline, and you consciously chose this. It may not look like it's a gift, but it's radical to your life moving forward as you move through all your shit. Now here on the line, those who are aware, my God, it's all starting to click. Your work, your choices, the balls fall, and you're shaking in your boots, still in the unknown, and all the memories of the billboards still pull, but you know that there's absolutely no turning back. To the outside, people here are wow. People run from those aware of the main line because it's like the sun is to blinding people right now. It's too much to take because it triggers and causes a ping eruption that many aren't ready for yet. But those who are ready, you move through. And this month is all about the choices you make as you move through the line and adjust and laugh and love yourself as you're arriving to a space that will put shame to the entire year before because it's coming from the truth and not the mask or the fucking lie. It's here you relax and you hold out your hand by the 20th of May to accept the balls you drop for you to receive. And as the end of the month, you will realize that whoever you are, wherever you are, you're in the main line and the balls have been waiting to drop and do one by one into density. And by the time this month ends, you'll see exactly where you begun and where you are. And when you truly accept, see it and love yourself for it, you begin to receive the dowry from the ratification of this all that will begin in June. It's pretty good. Yeah, another different, it's so fascinating how the energy reports each month flow out. You know, last month was just such a heavy hitter, had part one, part two, the pizza going up the tube, you know, breaking apart the ribbon, all the things. And then this one is just feels almost like lighter. It does. It feels like it it flows a lot more. Yeah. Where last month was just, it was, it was needed for what, for what April was. So let's just talk quickly about April. You know, April was that month of coming up the, the two breaking into the pizza um, particles and really coming into yourself and seeing all the things that, you know, you've had a blind eye to. It was the experience month in so many ways, was it not? How was the experience of your month to really you know, surrender to really start trusting and to really kind of look to your left and to your right and see the patterns, the habits, you know, your favorite thing, the back to basics. I mean, you know, from our side, the back to the basics was heavy, heavy in mentoring and work. Yeah. I mean, what I like about that is like, you noticed it, you noticed all these things, you noticed the patterns. Did you do anything about them? Or did you just acknowledge them? Yeah. That's like noticing your house is on fire, but not grabbing, you know, a hose or a bucket of water to put it out. It's like, yeah, I can feel the heat. I can smell the smoke. I can, I can tell s- you. I can see the flames. Yeah, I can tell you it's on fire. But uh, I can tell you it's on fire. But what am I? But what did you do about it mm-hmm. with that new awareness? Did you make different choices? Mm-hmm. And that was a that was a big, big, big theme that was April as a whole is really seeing your patterns and your habits and getting out of your own way to do something about it and for so many people that made those choices you know they're they're feeling the shift within themselves if you're one of those people that 
has all the awareness and hasn't done anything. Okay, cool. Now you're in this choice month. What are you going to do about it? You know, it's like everything is in front of you right now in that transfer station saying, what do you want? What do you want? Well, I really like the transfer station because let's be honest. There are people in this journey who are only going so far. Yeah. And that's perfectly okay. There is no judgment for them. Mm-hmm. Their blueprint, their uh, their journey. They just want to get to the transfer station. That, that's yeah. all they were supposed to do exactly. in, in this life. Is and they this, find joy in that. Is assist to getting into the transfer station. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly fine. But I do like it how, yeah, you can get distracted by all like the touristy mm-hmm. stuff in in the airport or the your uh, cell phone and you're looking at the photos the somebody's already texting you being like oh you landed but like what do you want to do two months from now and you're already like walking down the you know moving sidewalk like making plans for something two months from now and you're not necessarily paying to the signs which is the directions you need to go exactly the uh the all-inclusives yeah and all those the, things the timeshares the, the, time the million share. dollar investments the and I love like the the holistic, which was the 4D thing, which is like, here's the bridge. And when I was downloading it and even reading it right now, I'm like, that's that's where a majority of people get stuck and stay because they're like, oh, my God, like I feel a million times better than I felt prior to arriving at the transfer station. So why the fuck would I leave, you know, the holistic external things? Why the hell would I stop going to the jungle to find myself microdose all those because it makes you feel better externally from where you were before well essentially you get to you get to ride that high mm-hmm. you go to the jungle to find yourself and then you spend i don't know we'll say a, a week two weeks i don't know how long one of those jungle things are a couple of weeks in the jungle finding yourself and then you spend 50 weeks losing <laughs> yourself again yeah. slowly <laughs> that that that's Isn't the pattern that the truth holy i remember yeah. having this conversation with someone fucking years ago because they were always reading like the um, the motivation books, the yeah. self-help books. I'm like, why do you constantly need a fire lit underneath your ass? Yeah. Why does it fade after like a day or a week that you have to pick up another one of these books to get mm-hmm. motivated again to find the energy to move forward? Mm-hmm. Isn't just the the want of something better enough for you to move forward? I get that everyone needs some sort of like springboard sometimes. Some carrot. Some carrot. I firmly agree with that, but at some point in time, that carrot should just disappear and you just want to do it because this is just it. This is what I've been looking for, that feeling inside me. This is what I've been searching for. And then you can toss the fucking carrot out the window. You can burn the fucking self-help book or whatever, and you can fucking just move forward. Mm -hmm. And start living on the life that is birthing out for why you came, which is the main line, you know, and... The mainline imagery is just so fantastic and I love it because there's two sides to that right now. There's there's millions, they're telling me, that make it to the mainline and they have absolutely no fucking clue. Those are the people that, you know, I, I would label like have previously done work with us or anybody at that point and then just kind of went back into the human life. They're, they they a majority of those people have probably made it to the main line and now they're going to get rocked even more and keep trying to bamboozle and lie to themselves. Well, I'm getting married. Oh, I'm pregnant now. Oh, I'm this. Things are happening for me, but they're still total denial about how it feels in the inside. Because once you have felt that glimpse of the light, even fucking for a hot moment, even if, say, you came to Nights with Coco, 
one time three years ago for those two hours, you made it to the main line this month. So take that in. Whoever, whoever listens, whoever, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for four fucking years, but you've never reached out, but you listen to the podcast, you made it to the main line, my friend. You made it to the main line because you would not be listening to us now. So now the main line journey is two different, two different categories. Either you're unaware or you're aware and you're denying it in the inside and things are going to start to unfold rather rapidly because your life as it is, if it's not starting to match up and you haven't done the work, the main line literally like is going to start hitting you. Like it kind of looks like a, a plane or a train with, with massive amounts of turbulence happening so that you will make a change. The second side to that is all the people that are aware that they're on the main line. Now the work is to be like, okay, what have I learned this whole fucking journey to stabilize my journey on this main line and actually believe it, actually trust it. And a big one that I love so much is love yourself. You know, it seemed that was the theme of this month that you know, people have lost that love for themselves because there's such a strong comparison of so many wounds, all that stuff. You're really coming back to that basic. Basic. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, those that I find, I think those that are more aware are going to see the shiny light. Mm-hmm. They're going to see all the baubles, all the shiny things in the main line, in the terminal, distracting you. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's okay if you get distracted. We have to have the experience. We talked about I mean, that before. Yeah, you yeah. kind of have to have the experience, but are you going to stay there? Yeah. Because that, that's also a choice too. You can have yourself the experience of looking at all the shiny things, looking at all the touristy junk that is in the terminals. Some of them are kind of neat. Some of them are really fascinating. But are you going to stay there? Or are you going to buy into it maybe? Well, I think a really good example that me and Skylar can share that like we just walk through or I specifically heavily walk through the last two days is, you know, us being in Greece and, you know, we're a hop, skip, a jump away from Italy. You know, we can get a $40 flight to Spain. You know, it's really, really accessible here versus it is North America. And, you know, yesterday it was I, I went through a huge um, situation within myself. Like it almost felt like consumption of you know us going back and forth about going to Milan going to Italy and you know going to Madrid and something inside of me was like what the fuck like this doesn't feel right like all these things and now that I've downloaded this energy report I can see exactly what that was I was I was going through the transfer station and a big sign to Milan you know, was out there being like, come to Milan, you know, here's the reasons why, you know, X, Y, and Z. And for me and Skylar, personally, it wasn't an external thing other than shopping to switch our wardrobes and then um, our, our visas. But realistically, Skylar, that's a really great example. Because once we pulled ourselves back, we'll go to Milan, but it'll come from a nudge and just like a, a pure intent versus, you know, a selling from the billboard. Well, yeah, there's the story that we were trying to tell ourselves for the yeah. reason we were doing it. Exactly. And then the feeling inside. Mm-hmm. That, the, those two things were at conflict. Exactly. Huge. Uh, hugely Huge. yesterday as we were discussing it was like, why are we really going? You know, yeah, sure, we need to flip our wardrobe because we need to buy some summer clothes because we didn't quite realize the environment here in Corfu that we were getting into. 
Um, but also like, like, but why? Like you can get so many different things. There is so many different places. Why else are you leaving? Because mm-hmm. the feeling inside. The is, feeling inside was huge. The like, feeling was inside big... was telling us to stay. No, exactly. Exactly. And, and that's a practical, real example of like what this energy report today is showing is that we had the Milan, we had the Madrid. I woke up yesterday morning. You said, let's go to, how do you say it? Lyon, France. Leon, France, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, where? And well, that was Skyler. He's we moving were, through the t- the the terminal, and, and I'm then like, "We're going what? to London." Well, then he, all of a sudden, it's London at fucking four o'clock, and I'm like, "I feel fucked." But now it's funny in real time because I'm like, "We literally were we were like literally in the transfer station," and then you know, then I moved myself forward into that white space, me with me, and I got support from Becca, and I did my own work. And now sitting here in real time, it was like I was saying to her when I was in, I know what's true. I know what I feel. I know who I am. I know where I'm going. And I literally opened up that door. Literally. On the main line. Here we are. So it's like if the feeling does not match, if you just feel this. If you take the time (laughs) before you jump into something. (laughs) Yes. And really feel into it. Does it match what you are thinking it's supposed to be mm-hmm. because when it's when, easy you don't there's no there's nothing yes. when it's easy there's nothing but are the thoughts trying to lead the charge is the ego trying to lead the charge or is it really coming from within mm-hmm. and that's why i always say go back to basics because guess what that's a slippery slope where the ego takes over and next thing you know that's what's <laughs> pulling you along fucking down the journey you're like things feel fucking weird things feel like you're getting fucking hard i don't get it like this you know, I'm doing everything, mm-hmm. but you're not feeling it. Mm-hmm. That's the difference is you have to feel it. Good, bad. There's no fucking none of that shit anymore. There is experiences, but let's make sure you're giving yourself the experience you need versus the experience you want. Yeah, I love that, Skylar. The experience you need versus the experience you want. Because your ego is always going to want the comfortable, want the... Um, the satisfaction, you know, and it's going to bamboozle you. Like my ego has been telling me all the crazy things about, you know, living here in Corfu, staying here in Corfu, building a life here in Corfu. Um, But that's, that's not what the ego wants right now. The ego wants me to like basically fuck myself and turn around. You know, I'm at that officer right now with questioning me and and I'm like, you know, not, but that's where it tries to do. But I want to bring up this, um, Skylar uh, just triggered this inside of me as a, a, a memory of last night in session about how things have changed. So let me get these out. Is now with this new main line, okay? And at, by the end of May, the main line is, is gridded in, okay? So basically, for imagery purposes, you live in density. I'm just going to give some imagery so people can understand. You live in density. So we'll call density earth just for um, language purposes. Some point you wake up on earth and you realize that you can get onto a plane, a train, a bus, a rocket ship. Okay. And that will take you to the transfer station. The transfer station is outside of earth. Okay. It's outside of this linear moment of now. It does not exist on earth. Once you arrive at the transfer station, there's now a, a freaking main line, okay? Which means a, a, a door opens if you find your way through the transfer station 
and all of the sudden you are in our world. You are in the old language of new earth. You are living on the moon, okay? That is what that means. That is an internal job that is inside of you. So imagine it to be a moon, for example, okay? You make it to the moon. The moon over um, over arches earth. So the moon and 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 earth are the exact same thing, meaning that what you experience on the moon plays out in density on earth. Okay? Now, with the moon existing, with the main line gridded in, your consequences to your actions and your choices are like this. Instant, 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 instant. So going on with what Skylar said is you have to have the experience. You have to realize, and I got this yesterday in my own session, that now that we are in the moon, which we'll call Star World, you cannot, you cannot fuck up your life in Star World. Okay, it's not like it was when you were on Earth. It's not like it was when you were, you know, in the pods to the transfer station. And it's not like life in the transfer station. It is a whole new state of being because you are in Star World. You, You just are. You can't leave it. Now, what happens with Star World is your consequences, Um, you'll see them right away. So, for example, if me and Skylar went to Milan tomorrow... Okay, we, we totally override the inner feeling and we went to Milan, we would have an experience right off the hop to course correct us so that we can see and have the lesson and the experience where we're like, oh, okay, we came to Milan, it, it, it felt off, we see it, you're going to have that experience right off the hop. And that's why you learn neutrality, you learn how to manage yourself, you learn your baseline, you learn awareness, so that you yourself can course correct your experience in Milan then, so that it doesn't consume the entire experience, and you can still have the experience, but go back with the awareness. Where previously, that would have taken you on a one, two, three week trajectory, a few months, it would have been a whole big, long consequence or learning experience. So this is catalytic for people to understand. And I'm going to give Skylar the floor because it is so fast now. And that's why we have to have awareness. Well, remember somewhere along the beginning, I can't remember where it was. The words were uttered. You've come too far to turn around. Yeah. Which is why you can't fail. You know too much. You've walked too far. Yeah. There's no point. It's impossible. You can't. It's, it's, I mean, I don't like to use the word the impossible, but it's <laughs> not realistic to turn around and go back to where you were. It is not realistic to just vacuum out all of the information that's been dumped into your brain, that's been stored into your, your cells. cells. Yeah. You can't just get rid of it. That's, that is the beauty of this work. And is it's ingra- just wait, it's, yeah. in, it's ingrained in your DNA. Yeah. Once you open that door, yeah. there's no fucking closing it. It's in there. You can't forget the feeling. The only difference is, is how bumpy of a ride you're going to be giving yourself as long as you keep ignoring that feeling. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't unstretch a mind that's been stretched. Or a body, or your cells, or your DNA. And somebody said that into me in session last night. She was like, 
I can't deny my three years of work. I can't deny the feelings I've had, the emotions, the leaps and bounds, all the things. And she's like, on my quote unquote challenging moments or hard days, that's what I hold on to. Like there, she's like, you, you can't bamboozle yourself at this point. You can't. A year ago, year and a half ago, you could tell and sell, you could, you could, it was different. But now once you start, you start, you remember, it's, it's just, and, and that bleeds out to every aspect of your life. Everybody is so scared from the quote unquote journey to get to the transfer station that they're going to do something wrong. Oh my God, what if I fucking do this? I had somebody tell me last night, they, you know, they went out and they overindulged too much. They drank too much, all the things. And she was like, oh my freaking God, like I, that changed my life. Like I'm no longer there. I can't do that anymore. Yeah. Cause the consequence of the action went like this instant and that and that's the difference because no longer do you have to be scared of like this big fuck up of doing something wrong if you're aware you're gonna do nothing but write amazing things you're gonna give yourself the experience yeah and the experience is everything right now so as you move into may you have to really 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 find your baseline and the awareness within yourself. And that's been a huge topic of of conversation um, in sessions. And we were talking about it in one of our drives and Skylar's like, majority of the world are like not even aware of their baseline or aware of their body. And we tried to break this down one time before. Let's try it again, Skylar. Let's talk about the baseline. Oh my goodness. Um, (laughs) I I would... I'm going to use me as an example. Do you want me to interrupt? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So when I had um, my fashion company and I first started um, being together with Skylar, I had no idea what a baseline was. Okay. So I would get up at, let's just say 830 in the morning. I would within 15 minutes, make a coffee and then start doing emails. I wouldn't even brush my teeth. I wouldn't even take time for myself. I would just go straight from opening up my eyes, going on my phone, checking my emails and starting to work. Okay. Then I would get dressed. Um, maybe, maybe eat breakfast. Okay. And then I would go and at at this point I was doing furniture, running a store, having an online store and had an ice cream shop. So when I was doing all of that, I didn't eat all fucking day. I was just like, go, 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 go. And then two o'clock comes and I fucking hate my life. Can't handle customers, you know, pushing myself, getting into victim, you know, miserable, looking in the mirror, being like, you're a fat fuck. This is your life forever. Having all these narrations about lack. And then all of a sudden Skylar would come in at four o'clock and he'd be like, have you eaten? And I'd be like, I'm not hungry. I don't need to eat. I have so much to do. And he would have to fight me to leave, to go and eat. And then I would maybe go and eat. And then two seconds later, back on my computer, go, go, go. And then he would go work out, make time for himself. And I'm like, fuck him. You're an asshole. Must be nice to be able to do all the things and go to bed and start it all over again. Oh, I'd have a bath in there and, and tell, tell myself that that was self-care. And then I'd pour myself a glass of wine and also tell myself that that was, you know, what you do. And then Instagram myself while I'm taking the glass of wine see yourself in me or areas of it. That's somebody who has no fucking idea 
what a baseline is. And in the meantime, every part of my body felt like shit. I would eat food and I'd be in the bathroom. I had skin problems and I had migraines like they were going out of style. Oh, and I didn't drink any water. Flip that all around. I can look over there at that. Use me as an example. Look at your life and see where that exists for you. And now you can look at all that chaos and be like, well, what would we do different? Now Coco's life looks like this. Coco wakes up in the morning and yes, I still do. The first thing I do is I grab my phone. Okay, I see maybe Becca texted me. Cool. I go downstairs. I, you know, pour coffee or I sit there for a moment and then I look at my DMs and I start answering, leave some, maybe answer some, visit with Skylar, chill. I have a long chill. I have a long morning. Skylar has a long morning. We take our time to center ourselves in the morning, you know, have a bath, have a shower, eat, do whatever it is to need. Then we decide what we're doing for our day. And in our day, it's like, okay, do we need to eat? Do we need to pack a lunch? Is there somewhere we need to stop when we're going to go out because we know we're going to eat? There's that awareness of oneself during the day throughout the day. Yesterday, for example, my baseline was getting rocked on the way into town. So Skylar stopped, he got a coffee, we had something, a little bite to eat. You know, when we got into town and it was a little bit of a detour, I noticed I was crashing. I was feeling really out of my body, feeling really fucked. I said, we need to stop and eat wherever it is. Previously, would have never said that. But I knew my baseline was rocked. I knew I needed to get home, have a bath, work on myself, whatever the case may be. Because my highway was starting to have a little bit of potholes or in many people's cases, ravines. And they just go down into the ravine and they can't get themselves back up. So you have to look at the awareness of your day as a whole. If you're working, what snacks do you need? What things do you need to keep your baseline optimal so that if you do go down into a pothole, you can get yourself right back up. If you go down into a ravine, why the fuck did you get into the ravine? Because the ravine is where the narrations happen, the self-talk happens, all that stuff starts to show up again and victim exists when your baseline has been rocked. Skylar? So it sounds like a lot of this is just eating, water, sleeping. Yeah, pop, uh, foods, ice cream, whatever well, it is that you feel your body needs. And that's that's sort of like more of the twist and the play yeah. that's going on to this than just quite simply like making sure you eat because right away you tell someone, make sure you eat, they go, oh, so there's specific things that have to be eaten. No, you have it's, to be it's, aware. It's not a fucking diet. We're not mm -hmm. telling you to go no. vegan or go keto or not eat any fucking candy or not drink pop. We're not telling you to just drink pop or just eat fucking candy. We're telling you you have to be aware of what your body is calling for. Mm -hmm. Ask it what it wants. And then giving it that. Mm -hmm. The baseline gets rocked when you fight that. Yeah, when you go on a diet. When you restrict yourself, when you put yourself into a box, you rock your baseline. You don't have a fucking baseline. Baseline comes from feeling and it comes from the unwinding of what the ego program wants. Baseline is feeling orientated. Baseline does not come from ego. Ego does not want you to take the time in the morning. Ego does not want you to not check your emails. 
Ego doesn't want you to like drink the pop or have the McDonald's. Yes. But really what your baseline is, if you look at a heart monitor and you see the lines going up and down, mm-hmm. that's someone whose baseline is not steady. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. they're going up and down through your baseline. Yeah. So you're eating something like we'll say sugary just for uh, purposes and then you crash. And then you eat something else and then you crash. And then you do – you have a, a Red Bull. You bring yourself back up. You can stay up there for it. Then eventually you crash because you're not – finding that middle ground, that plateau. But that plateau is not necessarily, it's not a feeling, it's not a unfeeling place. You're not ignoring anything. You're actually feeling into it and you're trying to get more of a hilly response or a flat plane. So a baseline pulls you out of survival mode. Baseline pulls you out of flight or fright. And that's, that's, that's awareness. So if you look back on what I shared and looked at yourself in there, you can see where your survival mode and your um, coping was. You had no baseline. You had no awareness at all. And when you flip into baseline, it becomes non-negotiable, you know? And if we build on that even more, it's like maybe your house needs to be clean. Maybe you need to have flowers. Need Everything to do with baseline is external. Everything. Okay, it supports your body of form. It supports your meat suit. It is not an internal thing. Baseline is external. It supports your density body. So yes, it is food, water, all those things. If you need mentoring, that's why I'm here. But baseline is huge. And and May is all about your baseline. Because when your baseline is good, then you can do the work to love yourself. When your baseline is shit, you're in that ravine. Like Skylar said, you're in the spikes. We're watching it right now with the podcast, how the voice is going. That's what happens. You don't love yourself when you're in that space. You can't even give the opportunity to love yourself, let alone move forward because the external is not baseline. It's not balanced. Well, for instance, a good simple explanation is You feel like you want a candy bar. So let's say you even take the action, you go out, you grab the candy bar, you eat the candy bar. How do you feel after you've eaten the candy bar? You should feel great. Great. The problem is, is that you feel guilty because you had a candy bar. There's emotions that come with it. That's knocking you off your baseline. Mm -hmm. You wanted a fucking candy bar, you ate a fucking candy bar. Whoop do you fucking do? That's developing a baseline. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't understand exactly everything that you're intaking because it's all energy is doing for you. Exactly. And again, just to to hit the nail in with this, the ego's not going to like the development of your baseline because it's going to pull you away from everything that was controlled and everything that kept you, like the word they're saying is psychotic. You know, just in that psychotic state of just so unconscious to yourself. Okay? So May is just huge, huge baseline. Figure it the fuck out. Get your baseline going. Reach out. Get support. We're here. It's a game changer. You know, I'll I'll never forget in the early days mentoring people when they've never had showers or baths at the end of their day. And the stories that have come out in our world for the last four years at that bare minimum when people start doing that they're like wow wow 
Like that is a baseline thing that so many people don't do. No, no, it's not. What? It's not something that they do. Exactly. I was yeah. like that that's <laughs> like so many people don't even have a conscious awareness that that showering at the end of your day is not because you're dirty, it's to literally reset your energy. To wash off the energy of the day. Exactly. So moving forward in May, I have one more download that I want to read that I posted on my inter- Instagram, but I want Skylar um, and I to break it down for everybody because it, it it's 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 phenomenal. So this also um, plays into May. So here we go. Look at the pyramids, see the pharaohs, and see them for their beauty, mystery, and eons of questions and mystique. For they stood the test of time for what is had hard to compute. The logical brain is they existed before time was ever a thing. And to help you process and see it, it goes a little bit like this. Imagine a star exists, one star, and inside of that star is a power plant that runs a whole reality, a whole truth, a whole world that always was and always was beyond anything any of us have lived in this timeline, this linear world of now. This star sits in the middle of all the formations and the hidden stones, the graphics that mean nothing to the world, but everything to the soul. It activates with its codes. For ages, it's been kept hidden. It's been kept beneath the mystery and the fanfare because it could not start up and run until now. And it's running. This is the first month it runs like a plane and its engine starting again after being in the hangar for so long. What this does do, what does this do for everyone alive? It's the wind that hits you different. If you're aware, you know, you feel it. That question of this cannot be life and why are we even alive? There has to be more. There has to be a world worth working and living for. An ease, a joy, a happiness that isn't all the glitz and glam. And, con- and consumption some more. There has to be a beauty, a grace, a purpose, rather than to just live and die. There has to be a middle, and you know what you know there is. You wouldn't be hearing this if you didn't feel it deep inside. And you must know that this power plant exists in each and every one of you. When you have nothing in your propeller, or what could be labeled as your fan, You become the pyramid, the triangle of ascension, of consciousness, of purpose, of light, and you become the generator of your own life and you create everything. Money, homes, purpose, travel, ease, freedom, bliss. And those standing at the base of the pyramid with their iPhone in hand look at it with awe and are mesmerized. They feel it, they know it, but their program blocks it. And it's dismocked and unimaginable to them until it's dismantled and unlocked. For it cannot compute the magnitude of what this means, what this is, because it's not outside, it's within. And when you truly work through and face your fears, it happens. The plausible is plausible. The world you came to live in, but most of all create within exists. But in order to not be the one taking the picture and wishing to be the pyramid, you must face it. You must feel it. And you must let go of the egoic race to get there. For don't you see there is a guidebook? Just like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, a classic in so many ways. But truth, for there is a paved road. You know. You know exactly who, what, and where. 
and there is security checks on your journey of dismantle because oh 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 you will want to detour or give up or be repelled or say this is good enough and if you make it on the tour bus and you get to see the pyramid and all and that's all you do then good for you but this will be the month where you got the picture you felt the worn out stone and said life back home is better than this and the illusion of that will pull you. And that is the better human life in so many ways and for many that will be the journey to get them to the pyramid which is a longing, a bucket list, a contrast from everything else before in their life and it will feel like a million times better than where they left to journey here and so that will be good enough and that's just that. Sounds great. <laughs> Skylar, everything sounds great. I mean, everything, I, I, isn't that, I just love that. That builds upon the energy report. The <laughs> but, but really, this if you look at it, this came out first. And I was like, okay, hey, is this the May energy report? And they said no. And then three days later, today's came out that I read. But look at that. That's the backbone of what we just talked about. It's like you said, so many people are only going to make it so far. Well, if you look at the transfer station, the transfer station is the pyramid. The pyramid is the security before you get to the main line through the door. So when you get to the pyramid, what the, I haven't been to Egypt, but I can guarantee you got the hagglers, you got the, you know, put a string on your finger and pay me. You got the, you know, you got the gurus there that are. You got everyone talking everybody. fast, trying to pull you in. Exactly. That's the transfer station. So really take this in. It's like the transfer station is the pyramid and fucking density. And now beyond that, coming into June, we are going to experience everything that we came for. Cool. All of this is great fucking information. But now it goes back to you. What the fuck are you going to do about it as you move through the transfer station this month? What choices are you making? And one thing that's come up so much in mentoring is you don't just make a choice once. You make it a million times a day, every day. And I'd love for you to touch on that because we've talked about that so much. Where people think that they make one choice, one and done. Did it. Well, I mean... The first choice is generally the hardest choice to make, right? Once you make that first choice, you make that first decision, and then, yeah, people think they're good because they've decided. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Like, that friend calls again. Your, your family calls again. You talk to your coworkers again. Mm-hmm. You ran to that person across the street again or into that same scenario, or you date that same type of person again. You download that app again. <laughs> Because you thought, hey, I made the choice. Now everything's better. Yeah. But everything's still in the exact same. You're being asked to be like, almost like make sure. Mm-hmm. To really feel into it. Be like, are you sure this is what you want? Because you've been here before. <laughs> yeah. You know, do you want to fucking work 14 hours a day, Monday through Friday, get shit faced fucking Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then go to work Monday and repeat? Because you've done that before. You know what that's like. You want to go to the water cooler and have that conversation with that boss. The same jokes every single day. 
How was the weather? Well, do you want to? And then on the higher floors, with when you start taking accountability and responsibility, it's like, do you want to isolate yourself because you start making your wound stories your reality? You know, the wounds are heavy right now. It's like the wound stories. Are you making them a reality, or are you making an uncomfortable choice to face your fucking wounds and do something different about it? That's going to be May as a whole. Is your wounds are are in your face? The wounds are are bled out. Anything that you you know missed. Um, showed itself in April. You really saw your blind spots. You really saw your wounds. You really saw the things that you had to clean up, the things that were just very obvious to you. Now, what are you going to do about it in May? What type of life do you want? Even if you're in the tar pit, even if you're, you know, suffocating, even if, you know, you can't even imagine, you look at what me and Skylar are embodying and what we're paving over here. If our life just seems so radical, like nice for you guys, not for me. Okay, cool. But why are you saying that? What's inside of you? Like, why not you? Why not you? Because if you're saying that, you know that there is an inkling for you. Not saying it's Corfu, but saying it could be exactly where you live right now. Why can't you have that ease, that joy and that purpose within yourself where you are now. Why can't the internal match the external? 